0: Well, we're going to do a little bit unorthodox tonight because, um, well, Adam, you're going to do the intro to the show. <laughs> so, uh, so right. welcome aboard, gentlemen, and Adam, please take away the <laughs> intro. It's Roller Die, episode forty-one.
1: <laughs> right. So, um, I might start with some things that are probably uh, um, the basics in terms of martial arts, as far as uh, Stefan goes. Um, so he started off as a judo competitor and ended up being at a Correct me if I'm wrong here with anything, Stephen.
2: But um, I don't mind judo- it it, wrong if you colour it a bit, like make me. That's younger. true.
0: It can be wrong as long as he sounds better for it. That's yeah. true. He was basically <laughs> world
1: champion at judo. Um, Thank you. Basically,
2: more or less. Like I could have been. I could have vibe
0: been. of the thing. Yeah, that's
2: right. Um, um, if, I be, be fair, if I was I, that good, I could have been. Yeah. I think
1: to be fair, you were like the reserve Commonwealth Games champion or you know, reserve member of the team or something. You were you're Get up out. there on, on a national. Play.
2: Look, I was almost a gold medalist in a way. Do <laughs> go <laughs> on
0: Adam. Do go on.
1: All right, so I'll press on. So that's Judo. So he's 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 um he started off in judo as as a, a boy and, and and got really competitive in that. And then um, moved into karate and he's a third damn black belt in karate mm. and a purple belt in BJJ. So you can imagine that particular mix of things makes him fairly dangerous in the cage um, mm. or just about anywhere else really as well. So um, <clears throat> started his MMA career in his 40s, winning the Victorian title. Um, still taking fights in his 50s um, with his next fight coming up in Melbourne and I'm sure we can talk a bit more about that um, as we go along. Um, I was there when he won his last fight um, to an opponent half his age, um, basically to celebrate his 50th birthday. So um, that was a, a remarkable um, time. Um, I suppose a couple of other things just to, um, to throw into the mix. Um, he works all around Australia uh, in mental health. Um, has worked on a set with Jackie Chan. I'm not allowed to say that he fought Jackie Chan, but worked on a set with Jackie Chan, um, speaks four languages fluently, which I know is the case because I once said to him flippantly, oh yeah, you speak about five bloody languages and he's gone, no, only four fluently, like <laughs> not five, like, get it right. I'm like, okay, all right, sorry, my mistake. So uh, um, Tiago once described him as, um, as his hero. And uh, at training tonight, he was wearing a world champion's shorts. There you go.
0: Wow. Wow, what an intro. Now, that is definitely That's the best intro be to about. anyone's ever done on the show. <laughs> so, Kim, do you, have to, you have to agree there, surely. Surely. <laughs> Where do you want to start with this, that Kim? Means- Let's talk to Stefan. But what do you want to ask first? What, what's your, what are your thoughts? Oh, look, we don't even need to ask the question, do we, about how you got started and all of that. You, we've already had such you know, it's already been told to us, but can you talk at all about the transitions between one to the other? Like, did you sort of think, Oh, I've done everything I need to in this time for the next
2: one, or you wanted to try and keep a bit of both? What What do you mean the transition between different martial arts? Yeah, that's right. So what made you change from one to another? Well, really I, I didn't change. I, I was, I was born in Central America. In a country called nicaragua and wow. uh, but we didn't live there we we then we lived in colombia and um yeah we lived in a couple of different places south america and uh, my my mother got me started in judo and um, I started judo in valencia in in Venezuela and um i don't know I think I was about five years old, and I just I think I cried a lot. Taking a lot. <laughs> No, for judo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. judo for kids. It's like yeah. here you go. I'm going to throw you on the ground a few times. But I, you know, I really grew to love judo. When when we moved to Australia, uh, I, I was about ten years old, and the first thing I wanted to do because I was in a strange place with a strange language, the, the first thing I wanted to do is is I, I wanted to do more judo. And um, my mum found me a judo club, and um, yeah, I started up there. Then my <coughs> my mate Darren had started up doing karate with the uh, with the karate club in Seaford. I was on the peninsula, and, and we started that. You know, I started doing karate, which was you know completely different. Right, they were very separate. And in those days, judo was kind of I don't know a little bit made fun of like it was kind of like the not cool martial art when I was a kid because there was no punching and punching was Mm. cool. And, Mm. you know, at, at the height of Bruce Lee and all the uh, Hong Kong cinema stuff, like punching and kicking was the thing. And, uh, and judo, you know, Mm. was, you know, literally the gentle art and people saw it as that. So you didn't get much kudos for judo. Like I'd win a championship, I'd win the Victorian championship or whatever it was and, you know, no one really cared. I I remember when kids picked on me (laughs) at school, you know, partly for having a heavy accent or, you know, being an immigrant, whatever reason kids think of picking you on for. And, uh, and I remember they saw, someone saw that I'd been doing judo and um, he he just, you know, they all wanted to fight me at school. And mm. I they would have to, wanted to fight me anyway because they wanted to fight everybody. I, I went to uh, Hastings High, which is now, I think it's called Western Port Secondary. It was just rough. But, um, yeah, kids that just want to fight all the time. And, you know, the funny thing was that judo was actually really effective. Uh. Uh, in in the in the schoolyard, <laughs> so that's one thing I found out. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I think I got a little bit of respect. There was a little bit of kind of mystique around, you know, wh- who's this quiet kind of nerdy wog, and um, that I I, th- I think that earned me a little bit of respect at least. Um, it's a shame that you got to you know earn your respect in the schoolyard by. Um, beating bullies um, it's a shame but um, it, you know but it was it was a win for judo there you go So look you know I, I continued doing that the rest of my life and uh, I was very much enamored with with karate as well um, still part of the um, Gohan Juru Karate Association and uh, my, my, my sensei, Mike O'Brien, who, you know, I continue to regard him as such. And he has always been inspiration to me. I mean, when I am 51 now and when he was 51, he was like a young man. So, to, you know, for me, it's normal to, to do the things that you love to do. Mm. Um, he would say you, you quit when you don't like it anymore. Oh, I know that he's still training. He's living in Germany now, but in, you know he's he's still training and teaching people. Um, so what
0: I what I what I got there was you you basically moved from judo to karate because it had a bit more kind of sex appeal, I guess, than judo. Even though judo worked for you, you moved to karate to kind of or, or for because it, it was you were enamoured by it. Is that that's what that was what you said?
2: No, I liked the community in the karate association. That's what no. I love. You know, I I love the community and I love the heavy philosophical content. I mean, people make fun of traditional karate, um, but uh, for me that was important. Mm. Uh, it it, yeah, it was a good metaphor for life and a good analogy. No, no, that it, I I didn't really leave judo for that reason. I left judo because I I moved away from where I lived at eighteen. I was still compete. I think I'd, I was on my brown belt in judo and. And then just when I moved away to, um, to Geelong to study at Deakin University, I enrolled in psychology. And, um, you yeah, know, there was no, no one doing judo there. And um, I just started a karate class there. And, and you know, I continued doing that. The, the funny thing is that I, I never went back to another judo club. Right. I continue to do karate, but weave in my judo into karate when I was instructing. And I always thought they should both be done at the same time. Mm. Uh, I, I always thought that. And they were never done at the same time. I thought, why do we have judo in the Olympics? We have taekwondo in the Olympics, but no one's allowed to do them both at the same time. It's kind of weird. Mm. There's mm. an aversion mm. to it. Um, and so I think... It wasn't really a switch for that. It was just convenient. And I just kept doing it. I, I was teaching a, in, in a little country dojo in a little country town, um, in, uh, at first in Yarra Junction and then in Powell town. And, you know, we, we'd have our classes in the little public hall. We had a great community of kids and families. And, uh, you know, we all got together, kind of renovated the old hall uh, that I think was due to be condemned. And we trained there. We'd love to train there. And I trained my children there. Um, you know, my kids, uh, Hoshid, Renee, Daniel, they, they, they all trained um, as they were growing up in karate. But we had mats, so we always worked on the mats. Yeah. Uh, we did a lot of groundwork, but more like judo-based Um, um When, 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 um, when, um, can you hear me? I've got an echo. Yeah, I there is a bit of an echo, yeah, but, I can
0: echo still but
2: I can still hear you. Um, um, when when Hoshi was about fifteen, he was he really really wanted to get into MMA because you know the 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 UFC uh, VHS tape was doing the rounds, and he <laughs> yes. got into it, right?
0: Yeah,
2: and uh, we really got into it, but you know. Hoshi was adamant. He wanted to do it. There was a club in Lilydale um, at Nick Lund's um, Fight Centers, and um, John Adam Lissic, who's uh, a, a black belt, and uh, Carlos Vieira. He's he he was um, he was training people in MMA based jujitsu and MMA. Mm. Hoshi really wanted to go, and I, I wouldn't let him because it wasn't traditional. It wasn't what I was into. I thought it was brutal and fighting, and I just said, you're not doing it. Yeah. But he, he kind of nagged me for long enough that finally I said, look, I, I will come with you, yeah. and I, I went with him, and I really, truly was challenged. I mean, I was really challenged. I thought I had my groundwork down pat, the jiu-jitsu, although I think my judo style of groundwork did actually quite well in just controlling the you know, in the top game, uh-huh. um, it, it was it was a real challenge. I didn't know what was going on. Um, I had done karate for many years, and suddenly I was boxing with 14-year-olds that was just landing punches at will. Yeah. So would, you, you, say, would
0: you say, just before you go on, because I definitely, I'm loving what you're sharing, but yeah. there's just so many things coming up. I'm sure Kim and I had a million questions for you, but... <laughs> Would it be fair to say that the the combination of your judo, which you'd studied extensively, and karate, which you'd studied extensively, were not going to cut it unless you modified them in some form for MMA for your own for your own career and also for yeah. Hoshi moving forward? Yeah,
2: yeah, everything had to be modified. There were things in karate that are really good; they've got to be modified. Yeah. Um, the the low hands, straight—that's the first thing that's 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 got to be readjusted. You know, learning to work, work off, your, off your back. And, and the other thing is um, working without a gi, um, which is funny because now I, I just much prefer no gi. But, um, you know, working without a gi, having to readjust all the throws and takedowns and then, and then readjust to wrestlers as well, be able to work wrestling. You know, there was so much new stuff to learn. I just found it exciting Like it wasn't about, oh, I've got to transition into a different art. I think to go back to your question, Kim, wasn't about transitioning. It was about, it was just the excitement that there's heaps of stuff to learn. Like there's lots of stuff I don't know. Um, And I I think that's the thing that got me excited.
1: That's so cool. Can can I just jump in there with with, you're talking, Stefan, about, um, you know, MMA and that initial resistance to sort of jump into M- MMA because of the, I suppose, the reputation or the way that people view it and, and that mm. that's of thing. And I, I was actually one of the guys that trained Stephen back in, in Deakin Uni, like in, in the 90s. Um, mm. And we lost touch through different things um, and, uh, and it was probably about five years ago or so, I thought yeah, I should look him up and see what he's doing. So I did a bit of searching and then all this MMA stuff comes up and we are going, it doesn't seem like Steph, you know, but yeah, it's him. A <laughs> traditional
0: karate guy. You can, <laughs> how
1: has that, that apply, you know? And, I, and actually, out of out of knowing who Steph is and and, and trusting his opinion, I, I sort of thought, oh, I'll, I'll go along and just see what this looks like. And lo and behold, I think, and I'm sure you'll talk to this, but um, around Australia, the communities, the MMA community is – actually just like any other martial arts community whether it's jiu-jitsu karate or what have you there's that there's that 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 sort of nobility or that 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 sense of um you know respect and and all of the things that mm. that we're all in this for um mm. yeah, it equally to mma as a traditional martial art from you know from what what i've seen and certainly um in the travels i've done
0: with Steph. yep great what do you say about I that? Don't, Stan? I don't
2: think it's lost that at all. I I think we've got the essence of martial arts. I mean, people say, "Oh, you know, it's just it's it's no." We we we've still got that. And in fact, yeah. we've we we've got it in a. I think, in many ways, in a better form. It's mm. got real meaning now. It's it's got real mm. meaning because we know what works and what doesn't work. True. You no, know, everything's yeah. tested. And and I think you've got to test yourself. You've got to test techniques. If we're if we're going to have integrity to martial arts, we, we've we've got to test techniques, not just assume mm. it's going to work.
0: Yeah, or look up to a leader who's got who who doesn't really have the credentials, but has a lot of charisma, which is what you could get away with back in the day because there was no, yeah. not enough testing.
2: Yeah, yeah, there were there were a lot of um, there were a lot of gurus. You know, back in the day, and, um, you know, fortunately for me, uh, my, my instructor, Mike, who's still a very good friend, I consider him family, he was very aware of this. He, he was very, very aware of it all the time. Mm. Um, and um, he really didn't want fancy titles. He wanted us just to respect everybody and not go down that road um, mm. because we've seen the damage that it does. Mm. And there was a lot of damage.
0: Absolutely. Go, mm. Kim.
2: No, no I told my question. You haven't actually asked a question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I, yeah, I, okay. So I really, well, one of the things is you had this resistance around, you had this resistance around MMA when it first came up and Hosh was really determined to go there. He was a demand for it. He was trying to drag you down there. When you got there, Were you freaked out by what he was going to be doing in his future? Were you concerned, even though you come from a fighting background? And then you moved into MMA, taking MMA fights yourself as a more distinguished gentleman, as an older, as a master. Okay. Did you have concerns for your safety? Like, I'm really interested in what came up for you because it's the real deal in MMA versus the other, like judo, karate, these sorts of sports. There is fighting, but it seems to be. Obviously, it's a, you're much, I think, much less likely to get severely hurt in those sorts of yeah. martial arts. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah what course. was there for you about
2: that? Um, well, there's two questions there. One is, yeah. did I have concern for my son? Yeah. And the other one is, was I concerned for my safety? I think yeah. everyone's concerned for their safety. and Clearly, I'm going to be concerned for my son. But, I mean, that's mm. part of what we love about it, mm. isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. and, and back, you know, I had to say, oh, in those days. But, you know, seriously, 10 years ago, Victoria, especially, we're trying to work out how to do MMA. You know, yeah. we turn up, yes. we do interclubs. We just do interclubs. And it's like, all right, we're going to do two-minute rounds. <laughs> and there's going to be no headshots. And then you go the next time, it's like, all right, no more shin guards. Shin guards seem to get in the way. So we're not going to have <sighs> shots, We're going to have headshots. We're pretty much just not going to have any elbows. We just fight each other. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was, we'd fight every month. Once a while, we'd just turn up and just fight whoever was there. And we'd had a lot of fun. I i was really invigorated by it. Yeah. So it's, um, I, I just think we got a lot out of it. I saw how much Hoshi got out of it. Mm. Um, he's—he the, the first fight he had in an inter club, it was just a head kick knockout. Like, you know. He, yeah. he, he had a beautiful karate style my Gary front kick straight nice. to the chin, went down it was just like well there's a win for karate
0: <laughs> karate one, MMA zero I yeah. like that.
2: but you know that's how we saw mixed martial arts, it's like let's try all our different martial arts put together and I think that now what we've got is we're, we're seeing what works and there's a difference there's another skill set in there a lot of people don't talk about a lot of people don't talk about the transition between different types of martial arts in a fight so in a way you've got the 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 role that different martial arts play are when you're standing up and you're not touching you're hitting each other you know and this Mm -hmm. is where you know, kickboxing and Muay Thai and, and boxing, all these striking arts come in. So you, you've got to do that. When you're standing and you're touching each other, you're clenching and wrestling. So there's there's mm. Muay Thai clenching with strikes. You're, there's, there's wrestling, you know, like Habib-style wrestling. Mm. And, and there's judo in there, like a no-gi judo, right? So mm. all those things come into it because we're standing, but now touching now you're on the ground. If you're on the ground, right now you're doing jujitsu pretty much, or mm. you are doing a kind of uh, horizontal wrestling with punching, like a, a yep. kind of on the ground, dirty boxing. And I, yeah. I think all of these things, are, and it's a transition in between. Mm. I, I think that mm. there's an art that people don't focus on, which is the in between bits. Like Mm. what happens between being apart and striking and being together and clinching? What happens in that transition? Like the closing of the distance and yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, between being up or or, or being down. Like if you only do jujitsu and you want to get on the ground, people don't want to transition. They just want to get on the ground. You know, you want people that pull guard and and things like that. But it's like, well, if if, you're going to have a well-rounded martial art, you can't just go to your thing.
0: It's great. That's a really, it's a really great. (laughs) Absolutely. And you can use one, you can fake one style and transition to another. If you've got those styles, you know, you've got such a smorgasbord there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm not really very good at any one martial art, but that's why I like MMA because Mm. I can always transition when I get stuck in one to do something else.
1: (laughs)
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. I disagree. He's actually pretty friggin' good. I do start my role with him. I remember one time when I was really, you know, not COVID pounds, but when I was really sharp and feeling really good and I'm like, right, sparring Saturday, I'm in. I took a couple of days to make sure I wasn't, like, coming in tired or injured or sore. And I'm like, right, stand up. And Steph and I were punching away and we're kicking and we're punching. Okay. I'm thinking, oh, this is no good. Because every time I'd step it up, he'd just step it up a little bit. And I'm like, he goes, Oh, what do you want to do? You want to keep doing this? I'm like, no, nah, let's let's we'll do some grappling. He goes, Oh, great, grappling. So then we do some grappling. I'm like,
0: can we go back to stand-up? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's got a few years on you, doesn't so, he, he, Adam? I don't know. Pretty good. How, what's the age difference between you guys?
2: I don't think we have a, much of an age difference. It's just Adam looks <laughs> younger.
0: Not oh, much. <mate. laughs> well, one thing I was going to say, Kim, I know I'm 49
1: 51, so a couple of years. Okay. A couple really? of years. Okay, and cool. Jeremy's just, been, Jeremy just turned 50, my co-corner, so I've got to... Oh, a shout, you, out to but, um, shout out to
2: Jeremy! Shout out to Jeremy! Shout ah, out to
0: Jeremy! shout out to Jeremy! We, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. other cornerman. But but I guess when you do MMA matches, they don't have like a masters division as such, do they? Your grapp- oh, you're grappling. Yeah. You're you're fighting against twenty year olds. Whoever comes in, whoever steps in, yeah, for a cage fight, you are. That's who you get. That's what happens, right? So, yeah,
2: there's not many of us. Um, <laughs> there's, there's there's not many of us. There's not there, there aren't too many people in their forties, fifties fighting. And I I don't think it's because it's particularly special. I I, I just think because you know, people don't think of doing it and they think, oh, you know, oh, I don't do it. But also, you know, it takes a certain, I, I guess there's a commitment to the training. I mean, you can't just fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've got, yeah. You've got to train and be well enough to train, uh, be fit enough to train. Um, and be, be conditioned enough, you know. And so that takes ongoing work. And I, I think that that's the bit that I love about it because yeah. I'm not really very motivated. And um, so I think that when you're not very motivated, it's good to have something else to motivate you. Mm. No better motivation than, oh, shit, I've just agreed to a guy punching me in the face <laughs> on, a on a certain date. So you know that kind of tends to get you going.
1: Dolls <laughs> oh, you in, yeah. And mm-hmm. and then the weight cut. I mean, Stefan always cruises through his weight cuts.
2: Nah, he's making um, fun of me now. I don't particularly like the weight cut. But yeah, I mean, I told room-
1: we're we're in, we're in a room in Tassie, and and Stefan's in the bath, and he's soaked up with all the salt and all that sort of stuff, and. Hoshi and I, Hoshi's come out and he's like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do with him, He's, you know, he's getting a bit hard to handle. Stephen's like, oh, I wanna get out, I wanna get out. It seems like Hoshi's like, get back in.
0: <laughs> the father becomes the son, and the son becomes
1: Come on, the five more minutes, you know. You know, and then and then he's like, Hoshi, Hoshi, and then he, and then and then Hoshi walks in and he goes, he goes, but shut down the well you can tell it's Stefan.
2: What? I don't even know. Do I even he goes, remember? He goes,
1: oh, they shut down the nightclub on the moon, Hoshi and Hoshi's like, What? And he goes, <laughs> No atmosphere <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy and I just lost our shit. We're laughing. We just cracking up. And like that's the sort of uh, that's the sort of fun when we have we go away. It's a little bit I mean obviously it's very serious on the night, it's very much, you know, Hoshi's like, No, get more ice bags, Adam, get more ice bags I'm like, you know, going raiding ice from the bar and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> Um, and Hoshi does a great job of, of, you know, all the taping and wrapping the hands and doing all that stuff. And it's a really yeah. tight knit team. Um, there's a lot to do and there's a lot of pressure. But the other side of it, geez, we have some fun. We have some fun.
2: All right, look, That's I must so- say, like Hoshi's, look, yeah, Hoshi's my corner because he's, but he's also our head coach. You know, it's his gym. The yes, mm-hmm. yeah. MMA is something that he created. In the beginning days, people often looked at me and said, Oh, how's your gym? I said, it's not my gym. It's his gym. I don't know. You know, this this is his creation. This is his baby. I don't take credit for that. Um, That's that, that's something that he has created. And from the very beginning, all he wanted was to create a community. He wanted to create a community of people. He said, he said, dad, I think I want some friends. I'm going to I'm going to create a gym so I have some really good friends, right? What a legend. That's a that's testament like, to your fathering is, is what is I'm that going that to do. And do you know that's what?
0: Amazing.
2: And you know, I am kind of you know, he's he's a natural coach and I you know, I was instructing him all my life, but he's, he he's, a, he's he's a natural, he's a good coach. He brings the best out of all of us, I mean all of us, me included. Yeah. He brings the best out of me. And uh, his cornering on the night is just so. It's so good. It's so clear. I only hear his voice. It's a we. We've got a game plan. We follow it. No. All right. I know what he's going to think. All right. We've got a game plan. Then I don't follow it. But feel <laughs> very encouraged. We'll have and, to get um, him on the show so he can yeah,
0: tell his yeah. side. But you know,
2: you know what? There was. You know, people say that the weight cut is Look, look, look the weight cut is a challenge. It really is. And now I just, I'm I get closer to the weight. So it's not as bad now, but, um, it's, um, we, I, I let myself go a little bit too much. We had a fight in Perth and we decided to cut weight at this big commercial gym in the middle of town. I was there all day, cutting weight, cutting weight, cutting weight. And they had, uh, it was one of those big Nautilus gyms. I don't know, you know, something like that. They had like, um, like an aquatic area in the middle, basically a, a spa and a bath and a steam room, you know, what, the sauna and those things. And that's mixed. So you've got the men's and women's uh, change rooms, both spill into it and the whole thing's mixed. I, I say this for a reason, because I, <laughs> you start to get a little bit delirious, like you, you, you yeah. get, get a bit of early onset. And I, I, I had about... I had about half a kilo to go and Hoshi goes, come on, dad, let's get back in the sauna. Let's go in there. Let's do, you know, do a bit of shadow boxing get in the sauna. I said, yep, I'm into it. And I get off the scales and I just took everything off and I'm standing there, starkers. I took my shorts off. I took everything off. I got no clothes on at all. And I have no, I still to this day have no idea why. Hoshi comes around And looks at me. I'm in this public area. And she goes, the fuck are you doing that? I said, I looked at him I said, I don't know. And he goes, Put your shorts on before we get arrested. Oh and uh, Yeah, I just sort of put him back on and then went and cut the rest of the weight. <laughs> That's so good,
0: man. You get into a into a special state when you're cutting weight. That's for sure. it
2: special. It's very special. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we are running out of time, so Kim, you better get some I think the that is in. a good point to end on, actually. Let's, <laughs> uh, let's end it there. I don't think we've ever ended any of our podcasts on such a note. So that's a good one. <laughs> never
1: you. So so just, great. I, was, I was just going to say um, another, just another mention to, to JT. I think what JT's added to the jiu-jitsu at it, uh, Kings has been fantastic as well, um, mm. together with a lot of the bulletproof stuff that he sort of um, ended up working through our gym as a we've got that as a, a bit of a byproduct. It's been fantastic and I've had injuries, we've all had injuries and I think that has been a really good thing as well. I know Kim you're you're involved as well.
0: Yes. Anyway, and think... funnily enough we've had JT
2: on the podcast as a guest also. I love like yeah, the yeah, way yeah. this
0: community all yeah. comes together. It's all Look,
2: mixed. it's a, it, it's a it is a great it's a great community. Look, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give a special shout out. i am given a special shout out to our own gym, Kings MMA in Bayswater, Victoria. Let Anyone us... who's visiting Melbourne, come and see us. Look mm. us up. Look us up on the Facebooks and the Instagrams. And I've got to say, I'm 51. Get on your computer, kids. Get on your computer <laughs> and look it up. You'll, you'll be able to see where we are if you, if you hook it up to your Google Maps. Hook it up to your Google Maps. <laughs> So a special question. shout out. Look, a yeah, special go. shout out to all my other coaches around Australia. Uh, Richard in Nauru. Um, it's Richard Camps, uh, Craig Golden, uh, Martial Arts. Uh, my coaching camps. Ben Atkinson at Jigsaw MMA, uh, and of course Joe Lopez um, in uh, in Wollongong. And countless other people around the country. And I'm sorry if I missed you. There are tons of you. Love you all.
0: You are a legend. You are a legend. And is there any words you would like to say to your upcoming competitor? Just tell us a bit about this fight and when it is. And is there any special advice you'd like to give to your competitor? Or words of love?
2: Hasn't hasn't been confirmed yet. So I don't even know if I can say. I can't say. If there is a fight, it'll be on in demolition. Melbourne Mm -hmm. in uh, in mid-Feb. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think we've got an opponent And I think for the very, very first time ever It's going to be an opponent Same age as myself I'm very much looking forward Mm. to
0: it My message to
2: him My message to him is